Hey everybody, it's Bob Barker with the AGC of Wisconsin, and I want to welcome you to the Forward Construction Podcast. Today I'm pleased to have industry professional Mark Breslin with us. Mark is the principal of Breslin Strategies, and um, AGC has partnered with Mark in the past, as of as has several of our members. And um, Mark, I want to welcome you uh, to the podcast today, and I appreciate you taking the time. Uh, thank you. It's my my uh, pleasure to be here. So, Mark, why don't you just? Um, I, I know some of our members know you, and you're well known in the industry. But why don't you just give us a little snapshot of your background and and what Breslin Strategies does for the industry? Uh, sure. <clears throat> well, thanks again for having me, uh, and I got a lot of friends and clients in Wisconsin, so it's great to be with you. Um, my background is uh, I'm a fourth generation construction family. Uh, my dad and my grandfather, my great-grandfather, were all contractors, and I'm the fourth generation. <clears throat> Started working in the field when I was in college and got out, and I was the black sheep. So instead of uh, becoming a contractor, I went to work for an association, much like uh, AGC of Wisconsin in uh, California, and uh, did that out of college, uh, became the CEO of that in my 20s. And then did that for uh, about 20, 25 years, and then decided to start a speaking and writing practice because I saw there's a lot of things that were screwed up in our industry that nobody was doing anything about. And so that's where Breslin Strategies emerged from. And so now um, I've uh, written a few books, and I speak uh, quite a bit all over the nation and in Canada, um, and I've been doing that for uh, about 15 years. Okay, great. Um, so about, I guess it's been what, maybe three weeks ago now I contacted you and, um, we talked about, you know, this whole notion of, um, you know, kind of what the field, you know, I guess what we're focusing on today is, um, the field leadership. And, um, what we talked about was this whole notion of the pressures that have been put on the field leaders with this whole uh, coronavirus situation and running jobs and doing different being responsible for different things now that they normally wouldn't be responsible for in relationship to uh, employee health as far as this virus goes. And one thing I had talked to you about was this notion of trying to create some positive reinforcement for the field leaders, because I think they really stepped up, at least here in Wisconsin they have. I'm sure they have elsewhere too. But um, And, I, and we, I think we both know that's kind of where the rubber meets the road for our members is, is out in the field and with those field leaders. And what we talked about was um, creating a situation or a program uh, for our industry advancement program contributors, uh, a video program, uh, to positively reinforce um, different leadership strategies, uh, motivations um, for the construction field leader. And just from your perspective, um, what, what have you been seeing out there with, with the field leadership? Uh, well, traditionally, the training and attention that contractors would put on uh, their staff was heavy down to the level of PM, um, and then from superintendent down, it was almost all safety. And so what you had is the, the kid that comes out of uh, university, um, and he might get a signing bonus, he's getting extra training, project executives, you know, you got all the white-collar people who are getting pretty extensive resources dedicated to their development. 
<clears throat> excuse me, and then you get down to the field leaders, and it's pretty much absent. Uh, the contractors either don't have the time or the energy. They don't perceive the value of it. But if you step back from it, um, the foreman and superintendents build all the work. Uh, the average contractor, you, know, you take a decent-sized contractor, you got a foreman that's going to run $50, $100, 150000000 worth of work in their career, and I'll ask the contractor, well, you know, how much professional leadership training do you give to that individual? Not safety, uh, leadership and development. And they just look at me with this blank stare. And, you know, the, you know I've, I've been a CEO a long time. I said, John, do you think that if you train your field leaders, you can get 1% to 2% net margin? And just it's as simple as that is, are you willing to put some more energy into the people who are actually building the work? And then the light goes on. And so what I see, especially in the last five years, is an exponential interest in the development of uh, field leaders. And, and part of that's also that it's getting harder and harder to find good ones because a lot of the uh, older uh, superintendents, foremen, general foremen are all retiring. And so you have a lot of young people being pushed into jobs they're not quite ready for. And the key is, you know, how do you get those people trained up? And so that's what's been about 75% of my practice in the last five years is going around and training people uh, directly and then, you know, creating video content and books and things to try to help them out. What do you see as the biggest challenges for these new young field leaders? Uh, um, well, there's a couple. Um, you know, I think, I think it's hard to be the new leader. Um, the people you're leading oftentimes where you used to be your friends and the people that you're at with a peer level, and now you've been elevated. That's one. And they don't always take that well. Two, very few companies do any kind of training. Mostly it's the next person up. They just get shoved into the job. You know, Bobby didn't show up. We got a different job, uh, whatever the circumstances are. So one day you're a craft person, next day you're a foreman, and that transition is not well managed. And then they got to go sink or swim and just sort of figure out, you know, whatever it is that they got to do. Um, and then the nature of being a field leader today is really, really different than when I was in the field. Um, my dad was in the field. Um, a lot of it is not about building. A lot of it's about relationships and communication and the owner and the inspector and the managing the vendors and the subs. And I mean, it's really getting complicated technology. And uh, it just takes a whole different skill set, which means you got to put a lot more energy into these people. Uh, and um, the, you know, the biggest problem of all is a, a lack of investment of uh, money and time in them and just leaving them to figure it out on their own. So that that's a short answer. So basically you go from drinking beer with the boys at the bar after work as their, their peer or as their colleague, and then you go to be their boss, and all of a sudden that whole relationship can change, right? And then, sure. And, and then, then the other part of that is accountability is how do you hold those people accountable? You know, you hunt and fish with them. You know, hey, you know, I go ice fishing with Tommy and Bobby, but now I got to go out on the job site and they're not pulling their weight and I got to get them to do it. And so, you know, one, one of the things I try to do is um, basically what we're trying to do is professionalize the mindset. I mean, if I was going to give anybody advice who's running a company of any size, m most of the companies that I work with are pretty significantly large. But, you know, if I sit down with CEO, I, I said, look, what does professional field leader look like to you? And that's the key is that they have to see themselves that way if their behaviors are going to follow.
if they just see themselves as one of the boys drinking beer, I can guarantee that's what it looks like on the job site. And the other part of it is being a bottom line guy is that that's costing money and time and schedule and quality because your foreman has to drive the work and bring the result. But if you don't put them in a spot to succeed, they're just going to give you the best they can. And that's the fault of the contractor if they're not willing to you know, support them, especially in that first year. <clears throat> that first year is just such a crucial, crucial time. Um, and, you know, hopefully they're getting mentored. But a lot of the old old guard, you know, they're kind of crusty. You know, they're not – they are they can be really tough, and a lot of times they're, they're not that um, happy to share uh, with the new guard. Right, and I think, you know, that whole issue of empowerment is critical, right, in that first year or two. The contractor puts this young leader into a new role, and – and you got to be able to empower them with with their authority and their leadership, and then support them. They're going to make mistakes, right? But you you got to you got to support them and 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 understand that probably in many cases they're going to be leading by example out there in in the first couple of years. And um, so um, yeah, that's great. So we're going to embark on this um, video series for our members. And um, there's going to be a series of roughly 20-plus videos. And um, we're going to provide that information out to our industry advancement program contributors. And they're going to be able to utilize these videos um, with their leaders, whoever they choose, actually. And then um, do you have any, I guess, for the contractors that might want to embark on this from a leadership standpoint i hate to use training because that's what i'm trying to get away from you know because everybody's like sick of not sick of training I mean, obviously but um just leadership um and positive reinforcement but do you have any like recommended best practices on how these contractors might use these videos sure um so <clears throat> one of the things about the design is it's based on uh theories of micro learning and they did a, these PhDs did a study of how people take in information and retain it, and they found that um, the days of sitting in a classroom for eight hours are really waning because the retention is so low. So this program that uh, AGC is is embarking on is providing people with micro lessons, which are three, four, five minutes of relevant, actionable information, and so it's boiled. Uh, and if you think about the new generation, what's really important is if they want to learn something, you know, where do they go? They go to YouTube, right? This is going to be delivered directly to the mobile device of the individual. <clears throat> the key is um, how is it delivered? Um, we found that if a company uh, puts – because it comes by email and they just open it and watch it. If the company puts a little message in there, especially from the owner or from – uh, a leader that says, you know, let's say the lesson is delegation or motivation or um, holding people accountable or um, perseverance. If they put a little, just a couple comments about their own experience with that, the viewership and utilization goes up over 80%. What people want to know is that the company is investing in them, that the company cares about them. If people just send them out, um, you know, it kind of runs 20, 60, 20. You know, 20% of the people feel love it, and they're all over it because they're into self-improvement. 60% of the people watch it intermittently, and 20% of the people don't open it at all. Um, and that's kind of society. So the more interest that the company takes in delivering the content, uh, the better. 
And then uh, a number of companies are asking people to share it, that they have to share it with an apprentice or they have to share it with a crew. So what they're doing is trying to get a dialogue or a conversation going on on the job site so that these lessons are passed along. And there's over 20, I think we're up to about 25,000 people who are on, you know, who are receiving these now and uh, dozens of of companies in your area. And um, we get really, really good reviews. People really like it because they don't have to do anything. They they literally, it's just press the button and all these people receive this without having to bring them all together, pull them out of the field and screw around. Um, But the key is you have to have a conversation. It's just like safety. You got to have a conversation that's ongoing if you want to change people's behaviors. And uh, those are, those are just a couple quick tips. Yeah, I see these as a uh, really good means to have conversation starters about a lot of these issues. And um, so, anyway, Mark, um, I appreciate your time, and I know you're going to do an introductory video for our effort. And um, I guess I really don't have any other um, comments or questions. Do you have any final thoughts on on uh, our effort going into this? Well, what I will say is that um, one of the advantages that the members of um, AGC Wisconsin have, and I get a chance to speak everywhere uh, across the entire North America, um, is that what I've found my speaking and my clients in, in the Midwest, and particularly Wisconsin and Minnesota and all, is that there's, um, there's less ego and there's more openness. And I think that's a foundation build on when you're trying to shape these leader behaviors is that you've got some inherent really good work ethic, um, not a lot of, uh, you know, the people aren't trying to impress themselves or be on power trips or whatever. I think there's some really, really great cultural norms that play out that fit into this behavior change and trying to help uh, field leaders uh, become professional. So I just really appreciate the opportunity and, uh, and look forward to uh, getting some good feedback from the members that decide to use it. So uh, that's it for me. Great. Uh, one last question. Are, are these um, videos available um, with a Spanish um, type of subtitles? Or um, I know we have a lot of Hispanic we're, workers in Wisconsin. And, we're working towards, yeah, okay. we're working towards that. We have, uh, we have a, a number of those that are uh, translated. We're also converting them to be subtitled. So okay. people, a lot of people like to watch them with the sound off. Okay. So that's some feedback that we got from people is that they wanted uh, a subset of those all in Spanish, and they also wanted them subtitled. So we're working on those right now. Okay. And I'm sure that's a big effort. But uh, anyway, Mark, um, again, I appreciate um, partnership, and um, I really appreciate the way you conduct your business and kind of the no BS um, means of delivering the messages. And I think that's important, um, for the audience that we're reaching and I look forward to our partnership and I appreciate your time today. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate the trust and, uh, I look forward to working with you more. All right. Take care now. All right. Thanks, Mark. Thanks for listening to the forward construction podcast. To access this and other AGC podcasts, go to the AGC website at www.agcwi.org or download directly at Google Play or Apple Podcasts. For more information on this podcast or to get involved, please contact Bob Barker at the AGC office.